Welcome into the coach's office. We've got a great show for you today as we welcome in South Green football assistant coach Sean Jones. And it starts now. The following is a special presentation of the coach's office. I never pun on Madden. Go Knowles. I don't even know what roll tide means. I mean, let them in. What is there to lose? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Glad to have you in here. Why was everyone so concerned with the outfield play for the movie to be called Angels in the Outfield? Where'd you get your shirt? Footlocker? Uh-oh. Murphy's gone. And now your hosts, Kyle Donahue and Matt Ripley. How's it? Welcome into the coach's office. This is Kyle Donahue along with Matt Ripley. We'd like to welcome in South Green assistant coach, Sean Jones. Coach Jones, how you doing today? Doing great. How about you guys? Fantastic. Enjoying fantastic. these last days of summer. Well, I, I actually need to go back to work to get a break. I, I worked two days out at school last week and oh. clean out my basement one day, so I really need to get back to school so I can get a break. So <laughs> I, I feel you. I, I feel you. That's the truth. I understand that. All right, Coach. Uh, so Coach Jones was my coach at South Green, so we're kind of familiar with each other, Coach. Uh, what oh, got, yeah. What, I, uh, I know Kyle quite a bit there, so oh, we're good. Fantastic. We can't wait to hear stories. <laughs> what uh, What made you get into coaching? What was What was behind you getting into coaching? Well, when when I got out of high school, I actually you know, don't laugh. I went to I went to college to become a lawyer, and then after about one semester, I realized that wasn't for me. And uh, so I decided to get into teaching. And then, of course, I really as soon as I decided to get into teaching, uh, I knew I wanted to coach. So uh, uh, it was just always you know once I got out of high school, you know, uh, like most most people, as you get older, uh, you you get better when you was in high school. And I'm not that way. I wasn't I wasn't the best high school player, but I played hard and enjoyed it. So. Uh, when I got out and got into teaching, I knew coaching was what I wanted to do. And, and the football has always been my love. You know, I've coached other sports. I've been a tennis coach for 23 years. I actually drive the bus for the tennis team pretty much. Uh, and uh, But football has just always been my love, and uh, uh, and it continues to be. I've taught for 23 years, and I still enjoy it. So uh, my son's going to be a freshman this year and, uh, you know, Uh-oh. at least four more years. <laughs> and, then, yeah, and then we'll see see what happens after that. So so I'm really excited at year 20, you know, 24 to still be doing what I do. I don't know the the law offices of Sean Jones has a pretty good <laughs> ring to it. I I don't know that you might have gone far there. Well, looking at the money those guys make, you know, <laughs> show up for ten minutes, you know, maybe for a deposition or something. That's probably what I should have done, you know, <laughs> at at the money they make. Yeah, but the, the Jones Law Office was pretty cool because I know it had just been by myself because it probably wouldn't be anybody wanted to work there. So like, get probably, out, get out, get out of here. It had just been Jones Law Office. Probably what it had been. <laughs> Now, coach, where did your where did your coaching journey start? How did you how did you get to where you are now? Well, I started out at Camp Creek, and actually, when I started out at Camp Creek for the first three years, I pretty much uh, coached basketball out there. Uh, I won a couple county championships my first two years out Camp Creek, and and while I was doing that, I was I was kind of helping out voluntarily at South Green, and 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 you two young pups uh, don't <laughs> remember this, but back then uh, they you know they tried to get me as assistant coach at South Green, been at Camp Creek but you had to be at the school, you know, and now it's changed. You can be in elementary, but so after, after three years at at Camp Creek, uh, coaching basketball, and of course I started the baseball programs back out there. It'd been many years, uh, had, had been absent. And then after three years at Camp Creek, I made my way to South Green to teach history and, and, and coach football under coach, uh, Chris Ricker, excuse me, under, uh, Coach Larry Neil Ricker and Coach Chris helped out a lot there early, so I uh, really cut my teeth with with the, the two Coach Ricker coaches, and you know, and just started started there and made my way up and uh, got a call from uh, the superintendent one day and asked if I want to be the head coach of South Green, and of course, you know, that's that that's my school I went to, and that's that's a place 
that I always wanted to be. So uh, got into coaching. You know, I think I was assistant about uh, six years before I became head coach. And, uh, you know, pretty much it's, it's just history from there. And that's pretty much how it happened. Yeah, so you were, you were an, a head coach at the middle school. Um, did you ever, did you ever, you know, did you know you wanted to be a head coach at the high school level, or did you want to stay an assistant, or did you like, you know? Well, you, you know, when I, when I when I first was an assistant, I really, you know, didn't care what happened. You know, I didn't. I'm not one of those guys that just had ambitions to be the, the head man one day, but it just kind of fell into place as I went along there. Coach Ricker talked a little bit about as we got started, maybe I'd take over for him, you know, then, you know, and I still wasn't ready. I'm one of them guys that, you know, that wasn't just going to throw myself out there until I was ready. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know if I was ready the first year I became head coach, just the situation uh, that, that, that happened for me to become head coach, just, you know, just kind of fell in my lap. You know, I do nothing about calling plays and, uh, and I had to learn to do that. I never done that before in my life. I mean, I wasn't even a coordinator before I became head coach oh, wow. and that usually, uh, yeah, that usually doesn't happen, you know, <laughs> Uh, with the situation, get the call, how you want to be the head coach. And I knew if I didn't take it uh, at that time that I may not get the opportunity. So I just, you know, kind of threw myself into it. And I was lucky, you know, uh, the first couple of years had real good teams that had, had was left over from uh, Coach Rickard. You know, uh, uh, people kind of said, well, you know, it doesn't matter that you're the head coach, you had good teams. And I said, well, <laughs> I understand that. But, you know, you have to know down to this situations to call your plays. Oh, yeah. So I took some. I took some shots early, you know, and that's that's what we do as head coaches. You know, we got to get thick skin, uh, and if you don't have thick skin, then you're not going to be uh, a good coach. And and 23 years later, you know, people uh, still throwing darts at me, but you know, I don't care. Uh, you know, I just, that's the way it is. Still you know, dodging. That's the way it is. So your yeah. your first year was my senior year. The only criticism I had of your play calling is you could have thrown it a little more. I mean, he wanted to win. Well, come on, th- coach. Let's, let's put that story in there. <laughs> okay, let's throw it Kyle in there. Donahue. Here's one of my good stories. Oh, God. Kyle Donahue started out, mama wouldn't let him play football. He's a manager. <laughs> Don't tell mom. All right, so so the story goes, we start out, we're 0-3. I think we're up at coming gap. Kyle's standing over in the corner, kind of smiling after game over. We laughed, and I, and I looked at Kyle Donahue, and I said, Monday? You will put pads on and you will be on the field. You will not be a manager anymore. Uh, so, so story. Uh, that's kind of how Kyle Donahue. And, and when you look back, you know the athlete that Kyle was. Not just because we're talking here, but he was a great athlete. Oh, it kind of it kind of boils your blood a little bit that he didn't play four years. It took to his senior year to get him out there because yeah. he was a great wide receiver. And honestly, again, I'll say it, just saying it because he's on here. Uh, I believe if he played four years, he could have broke some South Creek records oh. because. Uh, he was such a good receiver, but, but you are right. You know, I always, I always got job my, my first year. We had, uh, we had a transfer that came in from, uh, uh, it was from Dobbins Bennett. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Skaggs was his name. And, and the story goes when he came in that, uh, he was going to be the best athlete at Dobbins Bennett as a freshman hmm. and got some trouble, made his way to happy Valley and made his way to the children's home out at camp Creek. So here he comes up to South Green, uh, shoes untied, said, I want to play football. Well, we'd been used to the home kids wanting to play football. I said, yeah, all right. And uh, come out there, no joke, shoes untied, ran a 4-6-40. Uh, uh, and, and so, but it took us to game five to get him eligible. Uh, uh, so we got him eligible game five, game six, uh, actually in game five, got thrown out after halftime because someone called him a name at the game. Game the next game he was WJHO Player of the Week. We beat Gatlinburg at Gatlinburg with him. But uh, Kyle is right. We ran the ball a lot because we had Xavier, we had Jordan Laws. But I will have to say that that Kyle is correct because uh, if we'd have thrown it more, he'd probably be you know <laughs> more up. touchdowns and more limelight in his high school career. More limelight, need more. Yeah, Xavier was good. He uh, 
We never after that third game, we didn't lose till the uh, playoffs. I think that's right. And and you know, kind of got felt like we got screwed in the playoffs. We were up a touchdown, got a uh, got a uh, fumble, and they said that we didn't. And and they went on and beat us. Uh, I think by a touchdown. They had a great quarterback sign with Western Kentucky. Yeah, uh, Brian. You know, he he had been sacked like four times all year. And I think Brian Wright got him four times himself that night. So yeah, we had a really good team of. My first year, like you say, when Kyle was a senior, that I really didn't have to do a whole lot because, I mean, we just had some athletes all over the place. So, you know, that that helped get, you know, the coaching going, the actual coaching part of it. And then, of course, you know, uh, you know, for the first few years, head coach, you know, uh, it, it's one of those things. We never lost a county game. Uh, and then when we start losing those games, people get to talk, you know, oh, Chucky Doke beat you, West Green beat you. Uh, and, and I was like, people, it's not that South Green's getting worse. These teams are getting better. Uh, so I had to live, you know, go through some of that. And that's, and that's what you do as a head coach. You know, you take, like I say, you take some bullets, but you know, again, you just got to learn to let them bounce off because if you, if you allow it, it you know, it'll eat you up, uh, you know, it'll, it'll tear you up and you can't coach anymore. So, so then I get, you know, go on, get to the spot, you know, as uh, a few years ago, had assistant coach come in, Jordy Harrison really wanted to be the head coach. So I was like, all right, I'm one of those guys. You know, I, and and as a head coach, guys, I couldn't even tell you my, my record because that stuff didn't bother me. I just love coaching. And a lot of people want to get their coaching record up there in case they want to move on. And <laughs> I just wasn't that way. So Jordy come in, wanted to be a head coach. So I was like, all right, go to athletic director here one year, we'll team head coach. And then I let him take over. And, and it is unusual for once you quit being a head coach and become assistant to stay at the same school. But yeah. it's worked out tremendous. It really, we got Coach Friend now, which loved to death. He's a great head coach. Me and him get along really well. He lets me do my thing. And and so, you know, uh, being a coordinator to me, you're, you're you know, you're a co-head coach kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, when it's time to go home, you go home and, he, and the head coach gets to lock <laughs> up and do everything else. And I get to go be my family. So, so it's been, you know, it's been a journey. And, and again, my ego does not – you know, say, Oh, I got to be the head coach. I'm just not that way. So I'm enjoying myself today just as much as I did when I was a head coach. Awesome coach. We're going to take a break, a quick break. Uh, We'll be back with coach Sean Jones of South Green football. Hey guys, this is Natalie and I hope you all are enjoying this episode of the coach's office. I'd love to have you tune in to my show, classic throwback, where I talk all things retro and pop culture. Find my show on your favorite platform and hit the subscribe button. And check out my website, ClassicThrowbackPodcast.com. All right, we're back inside the coach's office with assistant coach Sean Jones of the South Green Rebels. Now, coach, you talked about you went straight in from – you didn't even have coordinator experience. You went straight into being a head coach. You had to follow in Coach Ricker's uh, footsteps there. Did you ever have that, this is my team, now I'm the head coach? Do you ever have one of those moments that let you know this is going to be a lot different? Well, you know, the whole first year, no, because like I said, you know, everybody said, oh, those are Coach Ricker's kids. And they probably, and it probably wasn't the year three that I had, you know, you know, this is my team, uh, you know, mentality, because again, because it was so much, so many athletes really the first two years. And of course, everybody was talking about how they'd been there before. And again, I didn't, I, I was one of those people, again, I didn't try to defend myself. Oh, you know, somebody's got to call plays. I was just, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, 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 pro- so probably year three is, is when I really felt like it was, it, it, it was, you know, uh, mine. But, you know, I go back also to the first game when Kyle's talked about was at Unicoy, and I called both sides of the ball that night, offense and defense. We ended up winning, but after wow. the game, I told my assistants, I said, look, 
somebody's taking one side of the bottle, I'm quitting. I'm done. You know, I, I couldn't do it both. You know, I, I, you know, had no time to do anything. So, yeah. uh, so after the game, you know, uh, actually to mother's sister, say, you know, well, we'll take the defense. I said, that's fine. I said, because again, if I call the next game, both sides of the ball that I'll be resigned. will be resigning because I can't do it. One of us is going to call both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, but anyway, and, and and Matt, I know you've done coordinating. And I know Kyle, you do it now, and you understand that it'd be so hard if you had to do both sides of the ball. Oh so yeah, that's you know, too so, much. So you know, it's, you got to You just got to concentrate on one side. And and actually, you know, my first few years, I really, I actually had to call one side or the other. Now I tell you, when when head coaching is really fun, it's when you got enough guys that know what you're doing that you can give somebody a coordinator on each side and you just be a head coach. Yeah. You know, you, you help both sides out, you know, you take care of everything else and, and just kind of be a, a, a manager. Uh, you know, uh, went down this summer or excuse me, back in spring to Alabama, you know, and I, I'm watching Nick Saban. And again, I'm not an Alabama fan, but no means we just went to his coaching clinic. You know, you're looking at all the money he's making and he's just a manager, you yeah. know, it's just like a business. I mean, he, uh, he doesn't do a lot of coaching. He'll, you know, he will every now and then we got to watch his practice in, the, in a Saturday game, but you know, that's when, that's when being a head coach is really fun and it's hard in the high school level because you really got most of the time you've got to call one side of the ball and you do have a lot of head coaches that, want to call one side of the ball. And mm-hmm. I was never that way. Once I got people that I trusted that could do one side or the other, uh, then, then, you know, uh, that, that's what makes head coaching being fun is when, when you're able to do that. Yeah. So what's some advice that you would give to a young coach, um, maybe just starting out or, or maybe working towards being a head coach? What's some advice that you would give to young coaches out there? You know, I mean, really, you know, we, we got this, I guess you would say, my millennial generation who, who expect everything just right off the bat. And, you know, I just tell you got, you got to be patient. You know, you know, you even see young coaches coming in, they want to be a coordinator right off the bat, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, it's, it's kind of like kids, you know, you got, if you got one freshman that plays, all freshmen think they ought to play as, as a freshman. Yeah. And, then, and, you know, and in the same way as being a coach, you know, you may, you may run and get the bags every day and, and, and just kind of hang out for two or three years and, and, you know, but you've got to be willing to do that. Yep. So, you, and, and, and it's not necessarily paying your dues, but you got to me, you know, I would go during college and I'd go back to South Green and just stand around and watch, you know, uh, to, to learn what's going on. You know, I, you know, I had, a, I had an assistant one time, couldn't understand, you know, when I was calling offense, he said, why do you run a pitch before you run a counter or a trap? <laughs> I said, well, the pitch sits up. And finally, after four years, he looked, he came to me one day, he's like, I understand it now. I was like, what? You know, <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, it took you four years to understand you run a pitch to make a team think you run a pitch, you run a trap back to the other side, you know. So it's things like that. So a young guy, you know, soak it all up. You know, don't get your feelings hurt if, if, if you're not a coordinator or you don't do what you want. Uh, and, and, again, I think it's just the, the generation people growing up in because kids are the same way, you know. Uh, you know, I, and, and this, I guess it's kind of you might think I'm crazy. I told my own son he's going to be a freshman. I said, son, you know, uh, I don't care if you ever play one snap at South Korea. That's not what it's about. I said, but if you want to play – you have a goal to be on, a, on the field as a junior and a senior to help your team. Right. Anything before that is all positive. Now, you, most parents are going to look at me stupid. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, Kyle, when you played, and, and Matt, I'm sure when you played, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's when you really felt like you helped your team out Absolutely. when you was a junior and senior, you know. Uh, but but it's, it's, a, it's a me generation now. So, you know, same thing with coaching. You know, so, so if you're young getting a coach, and that'd be my advice, you know, you're going to pay your dues. Get out there, learn, and, and pick up on stuff and – and then one of these days, when when a coach trusts you, they'll ask you to be a coordinator. You won't have to ask. All right? When they, when a coach realizes it's it's time for you uh, to move up, then, then and they trust you, then they'll ask you. Don't don't have to ask. 
you know, so this, so, so the vice, you know, to these young guys, you know, be patient, help out and, and, you know, don't be out there. And also, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to use this job as a stepping stone to another job. Don't be that way. Cause we as head coaches, you know, if you're, if you're trying to do that, you know, uh, we don't want you around. And I, and I, you know, I tell people that, Hey, you know, buy into the program. Yeah. Right? Cause you've got to buy in. If, if, if a coach don't buy in, the kids are not going to buy in. So you got to buy in also as a young assistant coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I was, I was a volunteer for the first, probably seven or eight years. I mean, I never got a dollar for being out there. I mean, Coach Murphy dressed me pretty well, so I think that was his, yeah. that was his currency. Thank you, Coach Murphy. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's just part of it. If you really want to do it and you're doing it for the right reasons, all the little things that you got to do, I don't think that will matter in the long run. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. But the people that's out there wanting to do this stuff, then they, they put a question mark in my mind, exactly mm. what they do. Now, Coach, you talked about going from you were just an assistant you became a head coach and now you've gone to being a coordinator. What's that transition been like for you as far as going from that assistant, going to the head guy. Now you're going on to the, just calling plays as a coordinator. Well, you know, I actually, after when I did decide to go back to be assistant, I thought, did I do the right thing? And I thought about that the whole summer. Uh, but once we got going and, and, and to me, uh, a coordinator is, is to me, you don't get paid the same. That's fine. And, and the head coach just deals with all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, you know, being a coordinator, because, uh, you know, if, now if the head coach lets you make your own decisions, and, that, and that's what Coach Rand does with me, he lets me do my own thing. And, and, and to me, you know, that, that, that's fine, you know, uh, that, that, that I don't have to be the head coach. And, and actually the transition wasn't bad at all. You know, it, it really wasn't like, you know, some people. And I know, I, you know, you read every day, especially Tennessee, a coach will quit being a head coach, but they go to another school to be a coordinator and mm-hmm. assistant. You know, and, and I, I guess that the, the, at first uh, the, the the tough part was uh, w- was going to be an assistant. Now, the, a couple of things you have to deal with. You have a couple of kids would rather you be the head coach, mm-hmm. you know, and that was kind of tough when I went back to assistant. You know, it's so like, look, I'm not the head coach anymore. I'm not making those decisions. And, 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 and that can cause some friction between the new guy, you know, if he knows what's going on and, mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff. And I tried to make sure that didn't happen because he did have a few kids that really uh, that, that, that didn't like the, the transition and, and what went on. But, you know, it was just something, you know, I felt like, you know, uh, needed to do and, and haven't regretted it not one time. And, and uh, you know, and now you ask the question, well, would you want to be a head coach again? I don't think so, you know. <laughs> and now if somebody's going to come and offer me, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna jump at it. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, uh, that's but, a little different. <laughs> you know, I, I've been teaching this is my twenty fourth year. I'm not looking to go anywhere else, and, and I, I'm satisfied and happy with what I do. And if it, you know, if, if the Lord took my coaching away tomorrow, I, I have had a great uh, coaching career and, and be and be done with it, and be happy. Awesome. Well, we're gonna continue on after this break. We've got some funny stories with <laughs> Coach Jones, so stick tuned. coach's office is now looking for a title sponsor your name would be over the whole entire show or commercial sponsors if you or someone you know owns a business and would be interested please contact us either on facebook on twitter or through our email the coach's office show at gmail.com and we'd love to have you be a part of the coach's office and we're back inside the coach's office with coach sean jones of south green football coach you ready for some stories? Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if the community is ready for some. <laughs> oh, I, oh, they're I, good. I'll they're they're up. good. Those will be another time when we sit around at a different table when there's no microphone and I'll 
Absolutely. There you go. Those are different stories. We retire some of those. That's so when, that's when the doors closed on the coach's <laughs> office. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we could tell those stories and sit and laugh and 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 you know they say, oh my god, I can't believe you've done that. And they, I can't I've believe got, you said I've that. Got a few of those I, that I might not want to get out there, but I do have a few of those. Like you know, oh my gosh, did you really do that? And me, I'm one of those people. I tell you the truth. Yes, it, you know it really happened. You know, really happened. Really did it. All right. So my favorite stories. Coach Jones, every year. So, Coach, you didn't talk about basketball, but you were a basketball assistant coach as well for uh, for us, and you were the head JV coach. Yes? Yeah. All right. right. So, every summer, every summer we went to camp, and lovely little song used to play over the radio. Every I don't know how it happened. You drove the bus. You want to drop a little bars for us? I will. Actually, you remember the song? Oh, drops of Jupiter. There oh, yeah. you go. You wanna... Oh yeah, every time, and it just seemed to happen every time we were on that time. bus for like sixteen years. That song would come on, <laughs> and, and you would always belt it out as loud as possible. Gosh, that was funny. I still remember that. That was always a funny, funny. You want to give the people a little, little rendition? No, I, I think I'm fine on that. <laughs> Save them. I, I mean, because of course my wife tells me all the time that hey, stick your finger in the ear because you can, you can't, you're not on key, and I still don't have a clue what she's talking about. So. But I, I still belt it out. I still sing to her while I'm, you know, in the shower or somewhere. And uh, I, I still love to sing. You know, I do. You talk about singing. You know, if I had a second life, uh, I would want to be a singer. I'd like to be a first. And that's never going to happen because I can't sing. Uh, but but, but uh, I do remember those days of driving down the road singing uh, to Kyle Donahue. <laughs> Uh, you know, so, 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 so there's a funny story. I've got a, I've got a pretty good one. And this just happened, I guess about five years ago, I was still head coach. Uh, we're, we're out one day. Uh, and of course, uh, I was, I was going over, uh, some, uh, some schemes from the uh, opposing team's offense. And, and of course I never played quarterback in high school. I was a 160 pound guard, but this day I'm, I'm taking snaps Uh-oh. and, uh, and of course, uh, uh, I get to snap and, and one of the linebackers comes running at me. And as I go to throw the ball, uh, his hand came across and I really thought that I had broke my arm. Oh, God. Uh, a, a few cuss words <laughs> later and a few <laughs> names to the kid. Uh, and then the, the whole team just kind of staring at me because, you know, uh, I, I, you know, this kid and, and he, he's a young kid and he really don't understand what he's done wrong, but he about broke my arm, you know? So, so of course that's one story. Let me that, throw it. <laughs> just yeah, let me yeah, throw it. Like, you know, I just, uh, you know, let me throw it. And they're like, coach, but why? You know, that's what I'm I, I, I supposed to do. But yeah, because my, my arm's over here. I'm 42 years old. And my arm's laying back here, you know. And, and 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 I think it was the same year I take a snap and they about break my fingers. And, I, and of course, the, the center's standing there and I throw the ball as hard as I can at him. Uh, you know, it was like, you know, what are you doing? You know, so, so you know, there's. Could be the hero. Yeah, there, there, there's also, there's always, you know. Uh, those kind of stories, you know, and, and then, you know, I, uh, I, I told the kids one year, this is always funny right before I was still head coach. And of course they still like some of the kids still around. Uh, we come in after a game, we just got beat a game. We should won. And I get real emotional and I was like, I'm, I felt like I was on an Island out there by myself tonight. There was nobody there. None of my players, none of my coaches. And of course, after, after you get a few weeks down the road and you look back, you know, uh, they, they, they want to laugh at me over that. And I still get <laughs> ribbed about, you know, hey, Coach Jones, are you out there on an island? You know, I'm still, you know, so they'll, they'll still rib me a little bit about being on an island. So, uh, but, but always, you know, and as, you, as we grow older, guys, you know, you, you all want to know that some of your best stories you're going to tell your kids and your grandkids is when you was coaching, you know. Oh, so, yeah. You know, so, so, so there's many, many stories out there. One last one here, I had a, uh, I won't give the kid's name. He, he played all four years for me. Uh, we're, it's his freshman year and we're scrimmaging 
and uh, we're, we, you know, we, we come up and I, I'm playing at nose guard and, uh, and, and something happened. He does something. I said, no, I ain't gonna give his name. Let's, let's say his name's Jimmy. I said, hey, Jimmy, you know, you know, you got to do some nose guard. And he's like, but coach, I'm a linebacker, but, but Jimmy, you're, you're, you're a nose guard. No, I'm a linebacker. So, so we go through the whole year. It's last game, his freshman year. And the kid, I really don't think he still understands. We're at practice. We're going in the last game. We're not making the playoffs. Uh, it's last, you know, week of practice. And I say, you know, you know Jimmy, again, you're, you're, you've been a great nose guard all year. Coach, I'm a linebacker. And, and that kid, you know, just could get through his head, you know. And, of course, you, you just don't know what to say to stuff like that. You, yeah. know, you just got you you just, you know, you just got to go on. And, uh, you know, but but the kid was a nose guard. And, and, and he told everybody he was a linebacker for the whole, his whole freshman year. <laughs> yes, and he are, graduated. Jimmy. He's been gone for about four years, three years now. And I still think he thinks he's a linebacker. He played, <laughs> he played, he played nose guard for us for four years and done a great job. I was so. the best linebacker they had. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. You know, and, and, and then, then you hear stories about kids that played for you and tell you tell how great they were. And you look at kids now and say, no, they wouldn't. No, no. I believe they read it. Or you have kids that never played and say they did. And that's the best one, <laughs> you know, that, that, you know, never played. So, so, so there are all kinds of great stories out there. And, and you two guys will sit down one night, and I really give you the good stories when, when we're not on air. <laughs> Favorite story, Coach Jones. It's a two-parter. Oh gosh, you ready All for right, this, here Coach? We go. My freshman year, basketball, JV. We play at Cock County. You remember this? When we got beat six, and he tried to arrest me. So <laughs> you knew exactly. So what we we played at Cock County. They're trying to score a hundred on us. They're killing us. We're in the locker room after the game. In come the co- – I don't even know why they came. Do you know uh, – I'll, I'll give you the rest of that story All right. why they came. Uh, of course, uh, Coach Hosey was new too, and we was down at Cock County, and I, I chased the referee out, out the door after the game. We get beat 60. Well, That's uh, it. He, he comes in. He comes in the locker room to cop and, and tells Coach Hosey he need to talk to me. Well, Coach Hosey don't understand it early. Now he would just – he wouldn't allow that to happen. Yeah. He wouldn't allow uh, somebody to come in and talk to his sister. Well, okay, come on in here. And that referee said, I'm going to arrest you. He said, what for? He said, you know, citing a riot. I said, what? Citing a riot? And I said, nobody said nothing, you know. And and just by happen, the referee I chased was a, was a cop also. Oh, well, that, <laughs> so so then later on in the season, one of the referees is from down there come to me in a game. He said, you might not want to go through Cock County. It's like, what for? He said, because they're looking for you. And actually that same year, <laughs> they awesome. tried to arrest me. They tried to arrest me again. Kyle, don't remember this. We're over in the tournament over in uh, Union County. And they, they, they come oh, out. Oh, I do, to yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they tried to arrest me again for citing a riot. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to jail. You know, I didn't cite no riot, yeah. you know. Because I was, I was always good, uh, John, a referee when I was an assistant coach in basketball. I was always good at that. But, you know, so, so yeah. Uh, I about went to jail a couple times for being an assistant coach for supposedly citing a riot. Yeah, that was my freshman so, year. The cops come in the <laughs> locker room after the game. Gosh, it's funny. So, yeah. the second oh, yeah. part of that story, second part, the next day at practice. So, we get beat. They're trying to score 100 on us. They're dunking everywhere, trying to throw it in the crowd, whatever. Coach Jones, we, we start at the uh, – he lines us up at the, the foul line. We have to run down to the baseline, get in the fetal position, <laughs> and Coach Jones makes us cry like little babies. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were little babies during the game. Oh, my gosh. And he said, I- if anybody laughs – if anybody laughs, we're running the rest of practice. <laughs> oh, that's that's the, that's the best. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Making you all sit down there and, and, and be in the fetal position. Oh, gosh, Kyle, that's that's awesome. Uh, 
That's that's that was funny. We all tried not to laugh and look at you. <laughs> and, I, and I know I've got those stares and looks afterwards, you know. And and of course, those are the stories people say. I can't believe you, you do that because I again, yeah. uh, there's many more like that. But that's a great story. I forgot about. That's awesome. Yeah, good fun. Now, coach, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this <laughs> we're gonna wrap this thing up. What makes that South Green football program, basketball program, the school? What makes that place so special to you? You know, I think it's, you know, and, and I know people get uh, uh, tired of hearing this. It's just the pride that we have out there. You know, I, I told people growing up, and I, I tell you all day, there's no other place I want to be. I never had no ambitions of going anywhere else to be a head coach or teach or coach. You know, I always tell people, you know, you cut me open, I bleed, bleed maroon. You know, and it's, and it's just a special place out there, you know, that we all get along as a faculty. We all get along, you know, pretty much as a school. And, and it's, just, it's just a special place, you know, and, 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 and we take pride in what we do, you know, uh, you know, like I say, you know, I, we as coaches and you all know this, it's not just coaching, you know, like I said, uh, uh, two days last week when I'm out South green, I'm painting my room and I'm up there, you know, sweeping the field with, you know, because we've got so much grass and, you know, and it's just a pride thing because we don't have to do that. We don't get paid extra to do that. And you guys know that, yep, yep. The, the extra stuff. Then, you know, and if it, and if it was just a job, then I wouldn't do all that extra stuff, but, but out there on that side, and, 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 and I know the rival people like Chucky Dokes and the North Greens and West Greens do not understand that until you come out there. Kyle could tell you a little bit about what it is. It's just a special place, you know, uh, you, and you actually got to be out there and be a part of it. Uh, you know, and, 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 and I know, and I know right now, you know, I've got friends I graduated with and people I work with now, if I needed anything, if I needed anything, I could call the South Green people and even some of the South Green community uh, to, to come and, and help out or do whatever. So it's just a special place out there, you know, Just and it holds a special place in my heart. Like I said, my mom went to school there. I went to school there. Now my son's going to get to experience it. You know, I was kind of worried about that. You know, uh, if, if one high school was the best for Green County, that was, you know, so be it. I don't think it would, been built, be, uh, would have been built uh, before he got to experience it, but you know that you know that's the biggest thing that that my son gets experienced out there. You know, and that that's what's special as a coach. Absolutely. I mean, that's. I mean, I guess I'm the same way with Chucky Doak. I mean, I I can't imagine not wearing any other color but black and gold. So I mean, I right. yeah. I know how you feel. It's just that hometown homeschool pride. Exactly. You know, and no matter where from, and you know, and then that's one thing that that another thing about this community out there. You know, uh, on Friday night, I, I I tell the kids, you know, Kyle was from South Green. You no, know, I know you, Matt, and Coach Murphy. Me and him are real good friends. You know, but Chucky Doke, we we hate Chucky Doke. Absolutely. You know, but any other time after that, we're friends. You know, we get along, and that and that's what's cool also about having you know high, uh, four high schools in in Green County is that you know we could be rivals on Friday night or in basketball whatever, but you know we could be friends away from that, and, and that, that's a cool thing about it too. That's what makes it fun. What's funny is going into like you said, that week you just you hate that team, and my wife will say that all the time. It'll be South Green Week or West Green Week, and God, I just I hate them. You're watching yeah. film, and you just, you hate their guts. And she's like, "You say that every time, but then after that, it don't matter." It's like, <laughs> yeah, you, you cheer yeah. for them nine weeks out of the season. I mean, that's just how it works. You know, and that's it. You know, and I can remember when you all a couple years ago uh, would go to the playoffs. You know, and we're sitting at home. You know, as a head coach, you're a little jealous that Chucky Doak goes, but you're also proud because they're representing Green County. And, Absolutely. And, and I think that was big for us last year. You know, I know people, you know, want to be in the playoffs and, and, and you know, and, and everybody wants to be the one to make history. But, you know, it was a big feeling for us to, you know, be the first Green County team to, to go that uh, go that far. And also maybe it helps the other teams out and say, hey, if Chuck South Green can do it, maybe we can do it, you know. So, yeah. 
So, so, so it's not a bad thing for Chucky Doak, West Green, North Green, but maybe something they can, you know, uh, have set their sights on also, you know, maybe to go on to, to the semifinals in the state because, you know, basketball is different and, and football is really tough here in East Tennessee mm-hmm. because you got to go through Knoxville. But, you know, if any of us can do it, hey, I'm all for it uh, as long as it's a Green County team doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd like to echo what you said. It's a, it's definitely a special place. And once you experience it, it always, you know, stays with you. I still get people that say I should be wearing maroon instead of black and gold every time I come there. I don't know. You, you know, look, you look better in black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> but let's think about it. You know, Kyle, you know, you're out there, you're enjoying yourself. And, and, and we at South Creek people don't have no hard feelings that, that Kyle Donahue's at Chick and Dope. You're business, you know what we're saying? Business yeah. successful. But we know that deep down, Kyle Donahue is a South Creek. Uh, Rebel, and he always will be, but he'll also be a chicken dope back now as long as he's there. So, and that's another cool part if we look at it that way that hey, Kyle can be from South Korea to be out there at Chicky Doke. Also, yeah, absolutely, we don't we don't have any hard feelings, Dory. Oh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like to thank Sean Jones for being on the show, Coach. We appreciate you being here, and good luck this season. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Thanks, same thing to you guys, and we'll sit, we'll sit down one night and then have another story night. Absolutely, perfect. perfect. We'll be back to wrap this thing up right after this. Matt and I would love to hear from you inside the coach's office. Join us on Facebook at the coach's office or on Twitter at at coaching underscore office. Tell us some topics or things that you'd like for us to discuss on upcoming episodes. Also, if you're on Google or iTunes, go ahead and hit the five stars. Now, it's time to head back inside the coach's office. That'll do it for this episode of the Coach's Office. We'd like to thank Coach Sean Jones from the South Green Rebels again for coming in and being on the show with us. Make sure you check us out on all our social platforms on Facebook, the Coach's Office, on Twitter, coaching underscore office, and on our website, thecoachesofficeshow.com, and make sure you subscribe on there. You just go right there on the top right corner, plug in your name, plug in your email, and uh, we might have a contest for subscriptions before long. Ooh, I love contests. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, thank you to Coach Jones, South Green Football. Uh, for Matt Ripley and myself, Kyle Donahue, thank you for listening, for tuning in to us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, if you're last one out, turn off the light and lock up the gate. This has been a presentation of the Coach's Office, produced by Quotable Productions. <laughs>